This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yo, yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Developer Branded Podcast. I can't believe it. This month for July, I didn't even realize it until yesterday. I've been a developer for five years. Five years. That is crazy. Everyone, I've been a developer for five years. All right. I'm not a college graduate. I'm a self-taught front-end engineer who's been on this journey for five years and still going strong. This career is, it hasn't always been easy. But to be honest... If you're willing to work hard enough, just from my experience, all right, you can do anything. Like, you might have heard that just, all right, so I've been here for a couple years, and you might have heard that education is a new currency of our time, and maybe some part of you believes that too, that education is the way. What if your education does not even need a degree? What are we supposed to do then? I'm here to tell you, if I'm here, you can do it too, but don't give up. Give yourself time to become a dev and give yourself space and allow your skills to grow as mine did, all right? Because I did not become a good developer overnight. I don't consider myself the best developer, but I know I'm good. And you have to believe that. After five years, you better be good. But of course, I still have a lot to learn. But please note, it took me years before I could be good at what I do today, all right? I am a college dropout. Me, Chris, Sean. In high school, I averaged a 1.2 GPA. I went through special education. Yet, ever since, I worked as a customer service representative and they would call me executive assistant, but that really wasn't it. I made 16 bucks an hour working there, working 30 hours a week, maybe 32 hours a week. But since then, five years ago, what I've been able to do is I've been able to multiply my income by seven times. Seven times since working a dead-end job in Huntington Beach, California. I'll tell you this. It took a hell of a lot of hard work. And there was no guarantee of success when I started learning code five years ago. Because I did this and I made it, despite the fact that there was no guarantee of success when I started learning how to code five years ago. Because I did it and decided to start. What I do for a living Now, coding does not feel like a normal kind of job, does not feel like an ordinary gig that I might be doing instead if I wasn't a developer. More so, what I'm doing, it feels like as if this is my hobby. And this is a hobby that just wants to pay me or overpay me really well to do this for a living. And it's all because I started a couple years ago. I, I cannot say it enough. If you told me five years ago, then I would be here. I would not believe you. If you told me five years ago that my my pay, my salary, just as a developer, not including my YouTube income, not including my side business, that I'd be making $183,000 a year to just do a podcast like this on my own podcast, 
to talk on YouTube, to stream myself learning code, to learn code for a living, to travel the world for fun and make friends with developers. That this is what I'd be doing for a living because I decided to start coding five years ago and because I started to decide to make a YouTube channel four to five years ago is insane. But you know what? I'm here because I worked my ass off. Because I did not let my own doubts, my own negative thoughts stop me. I did not listen to the outside voices when everyone heard that this Chris, who was in special education like myself, who rode the yellow bus, would try to become a programmer who's technically supposed to be smart, right? Who would become a YouTuber who was also an introvert, but, and, but then sounds extroverted when speaking on YouTube, would be where he is today. That's insane. But I'm here because I didn't listen to anyone when they said I couldn't do it. I'm here because I followed my passion. I followed what I love doing. And I just kept going no matter what. All right. So anyway, I've been in this for five years now, right? And I want to share with you what I've learned, what I had to figure out to get to where I am today and how I, despite feeling I failed all the time, in the end, just kept succeeding and succeeding and succeeding. And as someone who's made it this far in my career, just in five years, it terrifies me to think of where I'll be in 10 years. But I also want to help you. I want to help you get to where I am. If not, get there even faster. It shouldn't have taken me five years, to be honest. I generally feel like if I was really focused, it would have taken me three years. But again, no one taught me how to get to where I am. I had to learn myself. So I'm hoping that you learn from my mistakes, that you learn from what I learned so you can get there even sooner. Anyway, let's get into this. All right. So one thing I, I want to share is this, and you need to understand this. Okay. Only you limit yourself. No one else, no country, no people, nothing. You limit yourself. Technically, I shouldn't be a software engineer. I'm diving into machine learning. Someone like me who dropped out of college and barely graduated high school should never even have the idea that I could do machine learning. But guess what? I am. Why? I'm not going to allow a piece of paper like a master's or a PhD degree to stop me from trying to dive into that industry. Only I limit myself. Understand that I know that, but you need to know that for yourself as well. Now, I'm not saying that everyone can be successful, just that it is possible for anyone who wants it and strives for it. So far, the biggest barrier for most people has been themselves. And it could be due to lack of knowledge. A lot of times, it's also, it is lack of knowledge, but also a combination of lack of knowledge and a lack of confidence. And perhaps a little fear of failure, laziness, especially that. Or honestly, most likely a combination of all the three because I had all of that. Pursuing anything with a passion will take you far. In this case, as an engineer like me. But please understand, do not listen to the naysayers. Or let your success Muffle others' dreams. Don't limit yourself. And know that you are in charge of your own career in life, okay? And if you want something for nothing, ask your parents or teachers. Why? That's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to give you something, even though they get nothing in return. But if you want to experience and the real-world experience stuff, you must be willing to put in the time and effort. No jobs, only experiences. So with that said, all right? I'll share some insight from my own experience as a college dropout and a self-taught programmer to shed a light on how hard work can pay off. Because I'm telling you, 
this worked for me, I really hope you listen and you apply this to your life, to your career, so you can get to where I am even sooner. And to be honest, I want y'all to do way better than me. I want y'all to destroy what I can do. I want y'all to do better. Because if you your life is better, then your children's life is better, and the world becomes better, right? So here are 10 things that I've learned over the last five years. Half a decade. Holy crap. Okay, let's go. So this is what I learned. All right, number one, you got to get your hands dirty. And I mean, you really got to do everything you can to become an expert at what you love doing. And that means repeatedly practice every day until you're at least decent at it. And all right, so when I say get your hands dirty, you got to do what it takes, whatever it takes. You can't afford maybe Team Treehouse, which is the best online school in the world, by the way, which is what I use. But if not Treehouse, then maybe you go to Udemy. It's cheaper. You don't like Udemy? Then go to Free Code Camp, which is free. If not that, go to Code Academy. If not, then just use YouTube. If not, then use documentation to learn code. You don't need to use all these online courses, which will make it faster and easier. But if you don't have access to that, then you got to get your hands dirty and do whatever it takes. You don't got a computer. You don't own one. Go to a library. You know what? Save. Stop eating McDonald's or like getting expensive Starbucks coffee. Save that for a couple months and buy a freaking really cheap laptop. It does not need to be a MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, MacBook. It could be a cheap $300, $400 Windows laptop. But you got to be willing to get your hands dirty to do whatever it takes, no matter what. Everything. Secondly, number two, never give up or quit just because of failure. Oh, my gosh. Just just reading this line alone, it, 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 it I don't know how to explain this. It brings back so many memories of how many times I wanted to give up. You have to understand. When I talked to Coding Phrase, I remember talking to Coding Phrase about, I think I want to quit. I don't know if it's for me because I felt imposter syndrome every single day for three or four years. For three years. Two to three years. Yeah, two to three years. Every day. And it's exhausting mentally. I got tired of always feeling stupid. And, and you know, especially in my first job as a junior developer, no one trained me there. No one mentored me there. I was learning everything on my own. You have to understand, when you're working on a job as a junior developer... And no one's giving you any advice on how to build something at all, whatsoever. Okay. And I have to figure it out. Or I have to give up and give it to someone else. But even then, like, it was so exhausting for me. There's so many times I wanted to give up. Even at my mid-level position working entrepreneur, I would tell Joshua Fluke, Joe, I think I'm going to be done soon. Yo, I think I'm exhausted. I don't think I want to do this no more. I always feel like I'm the worst developer at the company. And now it is partly my fault, though, because I focus more on being a content creator, YouTube, more than being a better developer. (laughs) Okay, so it is also partly my fault. But even then, I wanted to give up. Even when it came to YouTube, I wanted to give up so many times. I wanted to quit so many times. I got so exhausted making these videos, and I only make you $5, right, in ads, and then you put in six hours of work into it. But now... It makes a lot more, but only because I never gave up. There are so many times my videos would do really well, 5,000 views for video. Then out of nowhere, all my videos get only 2,000 views. Now, my videos get 10,000 plus views for video. Why? Because I didn't give up when it was hard. I kept going. This applies to everyone, and no matter what you're doing, but especially as a developer. 
Why? Because as a developer, there's so many things to learn. You're doing something different every single day. You're learning something new every day. You may be, you're being made f- to feel stupid every day because you're learning a new programming language. You're learning the, the nuances of how to write good code, uh, how to have clean code, to not have dry code, to work with databases. If you're a front-end developer, you're going to work with back-end development. You'll work with PHP, Laravel. You have to learn MySQL, work with the terminal. Uh, you learn CSS, nice. Now you learn Lesson SAS and learn Materializer Bootstrap. Yeah, you're good at jQuery and Vue.js. Guess what? You need to learn React.js and you have only three to four to five weeks to learn it. <laughs> okay, now learn Node.js. We're moving from, now we're leaving uh, PHP and Laravel and we're going to move to Node.js, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you're doing jQuery for the longest time, move to Svelte.js because it's faster and better. Right. You're always learning. The techno- the world of tech is always changing. Right. And it's tough. But don't give up. The moment you give up, you fall back. You give up. The- I mean, if you fail, you will fail all the time. All the time. But if you just let yourself lie down there, you're going to die. And I mean as a developer. When you fall, that's fine. That will happen. You just got to get back up. You got to get back up. Because I never gave up, I'm here. Everyone. I interviewed at other companies. I was considering maybe leaving my job because, you know, it can be stressful at times. I interviewed for other companies. And, like, like listen, they're willing to pay me a lot more than what I'm earning now. But I was just burned out as a devil for a little bit, for about a month and a half. Now I'm back. I'm not burned out. I love it. I'm not going to those other jobs. <laughs> I love what I do. I'm not leaving. I work for the best company and I have the most freedom ever. Okay. It'd be crazy for me to leave. But even now, sometimes I think of giving up. But just because I think of giving up, does it mean I should do it? Hell no. Never give up if you're really trying to build a career in this industry. Okay. Number three, uh, this is just a list of stuff I wrote. So I'll read you this list. So the third point is this. It says, hone your skills, learn faster than others, <laughs> which I didn't do. Improve the quality of your work over time. Add real value to yourself and those around you. So hone your skills. Learn faster than others. Meaning, make it a goal every day. Every day. Small goals. If you make a small goal every day over the the period of one year, that's one huge change. But if you're only trying to make a small goal every couple weeks or months, that change over 12 months is much smaller. But every day, I would say every work day, when you're at work, when you're coding, right? Or even as an aspiring developer, make it a goal to hone your skills. What can you do better in JavaScript? What can you do? Like you wrote something, you wrote a function. What can you do to make that function even shorter? You're making a call to the database, right? What can you do to make that even cleaner? Uh, you're writing something in, P- in, in the controller, in the routes, file, folder, whatever, in PHP, and you, it looks messy as hell. What can you do to make that cleaner, right? Your page is loading at 0.7 seconds. What can you do to make it load at 0.6 seconds? Make it a little faster. That is what I'm talking about. Those small things, I'll tell you this, that's, an average developer does not always think about that stuff. But someone who's willing to hone the skills, to learn faster than others, to improve the quality of your work over time and add real value, not just to yourself. In return, you're adding real value to others. This will make you much better over time. And I'm saying this because... I didn't do that. I really didn't. Because again, I was more focused on being better at creating content. And now I'm good at it. I'm proud of how good I am at that. I'm not that good compared to coding, right? But if I did not have YouTube, any of that, this is what I wish I did. And this is what I know that the good developers do because this is what they all told me what they did. 
especially my CTO at my last job at Entrepreneur. He was amazing. And he would tell me this stuff all the time. I just didn't listen. Don't tell him I said that. Number four, never feel too proud to ask for help. Oh my gosh, this hits me so hard, right? Number four, the point says this. I'll read it one more time. Never feel too proud to ask for help. It's easy to get caught up in your own head and end up going down a dark path of no return. <sighs> now, that was my biggest problem, my biggest weakness, right, as a developer. Now, on my first job, I didn't really have anyone I can ask questions. So for two years, I built a habit of figuring everything out on my own. When I moved to entrepreneur, I had people I can ask questions. But because I built a bad habit of never asking questions, I had to figure it out on my own. When I moved to entrepreneur, I didn't do that. And that's the one thing that got me in trouble so many times. When there was a particular project, a bug that should have only taken maybe an hour to fix, it took me three to four. And that would happen to me all the time. And my boss would be like, Chris, why is it taking you so long to get this stuff done? And to be honest, it is because of lack of confidence and pride. As a developer in this industry, you need to put your pride down. You cannot let that control you. All right. As a developer, you cannot feel too proud to ask for help. This will only hurt you in your career. The way I do it now, if there's a bug or a problem I'm working on, and it should only take 30 minutes to fix. And it takes me an hour. If it takes longer than an hour to fix, then that's when I ask for help. If there's something that takes three hours to work on, I'll give myself three hours. If I still can't fix that in three hours, then I'll go to my boss. I'll be like, yo, I can't figure this out. I didn't really need help. But this is the approach I took. This is what I tried to do. This is what I thought I had to do. What am I doing wrong? Is there a different approach I need to take? That shows humility. That shows that you're willing to learn. That shows you can be even better developer than other people. All right, next, number five. There's a long list. All right, so number five says this. Build strong, valuable relationships with those around you. Oh, gosh. There's another one I suck at. I sucked at. I'm way better at that now. You know, I'm someone that doesn't that didn't have a lot of confidence. As someone who was always like... In school, I was the person that was alienated because I was so weird. I was the weird kid in high school. I was a chubby kid everyone made fun of. I was a kid that was way too nice, so people took advantage of me. I was a person that just gamed all the time. I didn't go to parties. I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs, and people made fun of me because of that. Right? So I didn't, because of that, I didn't make a lot of good relationships in school. I was the kid that people bullied around. But in this industry, you need to be good at that, and it will help you so much in the long run. Why? Building strong relationships valuable relationships with those around you will take you so much further than what you can do on your own. So what this includes is becoming really good at networking, making friends. Maybe you're starting a Twitter. Maybe you're following people on Instagram. Maybe you're sharing your life on Instagram and Twitter and you're using that to make friends with other developers in the in the social media world, right? What that will do is it will help you find a job so much more easily. But to see, the opposite person will just stay stagnant. They will not network. They will not make valuable relationships. They will not do something that could help further their career. They'll stay stagnant. Who do you want to be? The reason I'm here today is because of networking. The reason I have so many opportunities, yeah, I have experience. But please understand, all the jobs I've ever gotten as an entrepreneur, I never applied to. 
the job that working for a contract as a contractor, they contacted me, right? Working here at New Relic, they contacted me. I didn't apply. I didn't even give them a resume. They don't even have a resume of me. They don't have my resume. I mean, other companies that uh, I interviewed at, they reached out to me. I did not apply to their company. <laughs> Why? Networking. Because I built a strong network. Who would you rather be? You want to be someone who's always trying to like stagger behind everyone else? Or do you want to stay ahead of the game? Networking is everything. All right. Number six. And I said this earlier, kind of, but this is really important, everyone. Be confident. Okay. Don't let someone else's lack of confidence in you or their lack of confidence in themselves drag you down. They're not worth your time. People who, let's say, anyone who doubts what I'm trying to do, I don't tell them about what I'm trying to do anymore. Anyone who thinks I can't do something, I don't tell them what I'm trying to do either. I don't listen to them. Because I got here to where I am today because of my confidence. I got to where I am today because I believed I can do it. But the more people you surround yourself that doubt you that you can even do it, guess what? You'll eventually believe that. Right? So really important in trying to grow in this industry is be confident. You got to be confident. That is everything. Especially in interviews, that is everything. That is everything. All right. Number seven. Learn the best. Don't try to be the best in the room, but learn from the best in the room or in the office or in the company. Meet with these people. Talk to them. Research about them. How did they become successful? How did they get to where they are today? And, how, and try to replicate their success for yourself. <clears throat> like what I'm trying to share with y'all right now. But that's how you do it. You learn from the best. You learn from people who got there. I have mentors. My mentor is a principal engineer at Amazon now, right? And he gives me all this different advice, but his route's a little different. And I don't listen to everything he tells me, but I do listen to him and he gives me direction. But I don't always listen to that person. <laughs> I also talk to people who got to where they are, who are on Twitter, right? Like someone who works at Google right now, he's huge on Twitter. They're people who aren't big in the Twitter world or social media, but they got to where they are because of something. And so I ask people questions all the time. What did they do to get there? What do I need to do? Make friends. That's why building relationships are so important, okay? Don't be the best in the room, but learn from the best in the room. Number eight, always be learning and getting better. Don't be satisfied with good enough or ordinary work. And don't be complacent. Yo, this speaks to me so much. So much. The problem with me is that... Or actually, no, not the problem. My biggest worry for me... And it is also a problem, to be honest, is that I'm so scared to get complacent. I'm so scared to get satisfied because the moment I'm satisfied, I get lazy and I stop working hard. And guess what? The moment that happens, you'll be left behind and then you're no longer valuable. You're actually replaceable. The moment I stop uploading on YouTube, guess what? Those followers will find someone else on YouTube. The moment I start trying to get good as a developer, guess what? Someone else that's getting good and getting better than me as a developer could potentially replace me because they see my lack of work, my lack of value I can bring. Everyone, this is business. Everyone's replaceable. You got to work hard. Everyone, we, can, we make more money than the average person in the country. When I looked um, at this report, I make 400% more than the average family of two, average family of three in the United States. 
I think the average income is like 40 to 50K a year. I make 40% of, uh, 400% of that, right? And so I got here not because I was just complacent. Not just because I was satisfied. I got here because I was never satisfied. I'm content with my life. But I don't want to be content with where I am in my career. I want to keep working harder. Keep getting going further. I want to keep making more money too. The more money I make, the easier it is to take care of my family. Number nine is have fun with it. Okay, that's so important. Life is meant to be enjoyed. You got to have fun, everyone. This tech industry is so competitive. This tech industry, there are toxic people. There are people who will try to micromanage you. There'll be times when you want to quit a company in the last minute like I did. There'll be times when you're not happy. And this industry isn't always fun. We get paid a lot, which is why it's fun. (laughs) It makes it more fun. But you need to have fun. Do not be that person that's just studying code every day, all day, every day. I don't study code all day, every day. I probably study code three to four hours a day, but not all day, every day. It's my job to learn code too, by the way. I get paid to actually literally learn code. But you need to go and have fun. Like I, I personally work too much. And that's because I have my own business too. But you need to relax and enjoy life. Don't be the person that codes 24 hours a day who thinks you need to study code 6, 12 hours every day. Then that's what a good developer is. Not at all. Enjoy life. Last but not least, go out on a limb. All right. So what if you break an arm? <laughs> Life's worth a living, isn't it? Take opportunities. Take risks. You have to understand. At one of my jobs, all the developer when I left, the developers that worked at that first company are still there. <laughs> when I left my second job, the developers that I left that worked at that company are still there. Okay. I le- when I left, well, I got laid off from Entrepreneur. I made $70,000 a year, right? I make more than double that now. Okay. Why? I got laid off, but I took a risk to find something even harder. Work for a bigger company and not stay complacent and not just stay comfortable. Yeah, life isn't about making more money. It isn't, right? I mean, making good money helps a lot. And that isn't just what you should chase, but it makes life so much easier. Take risks. Don't get complacent. Go out on a limb, right? Look at all the opportunities that would have been missed had you not taken a risk. Just think of this. There are always more trees in the forest, okay? Like, honestly, everyone, those are the 10 points. And really, when you put this all together, what do you have to lose? The only way to truly find out if something works for you is by giving it a try and seeing how much success you can get from it. If nothing else, at least you'll gain real-world experience and know how things work in the wild. Imagine, if this turns into your calling, then great. If not, there'll be different ways to utilize what you've learned as long as you're open enough to learn and grow. Attend meetups. Maybe go to hackathons. Even there, you can start like building your network, right? And find even more opportunities for you. But in conclusion, I really hope that this episode has some value for at least one person out there. And if it did, please let me know. And if so, then I succeeded. <laughs> Listen, this is not easy to to scan this industry, right? For everyone who's out there who wants to become an engineer but can't find their way because they're stuck in the mud with those other naysayers, my advice is just keep working hard and listen to no one else but yourself. In time, you'll prove all of them wrong because it feels good. I proved everyone wrong. And I'm going to continue to prove everyone wrong, and I'm proud as hell of it. Imagine how good that would feel when you can do that too.
Thomas Edison said this, Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. Naysayers come and go, okay? But the winners stay and finish what they started. Yo, it's not an easy journey, but I made it. Five years later, everyone. Anyway, thank you to listen to this podcast. Thank you for hearing me rant. I love you all. I'll see y'all next episode. Peace out.